You're listening to Cleanish Reads, episode 72, On the Hunt for a Killer, The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson, and Chasing Lincoln's Killer by James L. Swanson. Welcome to Clean-ish Reads. I'm your host, Amy Hall. You can trust me to sift out the garbage and recommend the best books that you can be excited to read on your own and with your family. Thanks for joining me on this journey to learn and grow through uplifting reads. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This week, I have a couple of true crime nonfiction choices for you that I really enjoyed. So let's jump right in. First up, The Devil in the White City, Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair that Changed America by Eric Larson. This is quite the fascinating book. I love how the author doesn't just tell the story of H.H. Holmes, the serial killer, but also the story of the 1893 Chicago World's Fair, which was going on at the same time. I really didn't know much about the Chicago World's Fair, and the author does a great job of taking us from the beginning in great detail while keeping the story interesting and moving right along. He really explains the motivations behind the fair, the ideas of Daniel H. Burnham, the architect responsible for the fair's construction, and the drama and setbacks that beset the fair, as well as how things went once the fair opened. Enveloped in this striking setting, we learn of the horrific actions of Mr. Holmes, the charismatic and outwardly pleasing man masquerading as a doctor and secretly killing almost countless young women. I was really in awe of his genius and his ability to manipulate so many people. These two stories running simultaneously, The World's Fair and H.H. Holmes's Murdering Spree, are kind of a great combo. The World's Fair, while fraught with drama and trouble, kind of breaks through the appalling details of the serial killings. There is magic and wonder going on at the same time as ghastly secret deeds, which I think is really what is happening in this world all the time, unfortunately. True crime can kind of get to me on an emotional level, and I just really appreciated having some good and exciting things to read about at the same time. As far as content, there's very little foul language or sexual content in this book. The only thing to think about is the crime violence. While the author does a good job of keeping things readable and not too graphic, he does tell what happened, and a lot of people are killed by Holmes. Probably the worst scene for me is near the end when the bodies of some children are found, and I really just hate when bad things happen to children. (laughs) Overall, though, I think this book is appropriate for teens and up. It's not too grisly, in my opinion, and it can even kind of teach important lessons about young people being on their guard when traveling or going out on their own to live. Overall, this was quite a good read. Next up, I have Chasing Lincoln's Killer by James L. Swanson. Now, this is actually considered a middle grade book. Swanson also wrote an adult version of the book called Manhunt, The 12-Day Chase for Lincoln's Killer, which is really highly rated. But after reading the lengthy The Devil in the White City, I was kind of in the mood for a more condensed version of a true crime story, and I have to say that I really, really enjoyed this one. 
at half the length of the original, Chasing Lincoln's Killer still gives excellent details chronologically about the plotting before the actual assassination and then the man the manhunt after to catch John Wilkes Booth and his co-conspirators. In this shorter version, the author can't really mince words, and he really concisely takes us through the days step by step. While considered middle grade, I found the text not to be extremely dumbed down. It was really interesting and full of historical facts and quotations, as well as photos of the people involved, playbills, newspaper clippings, etc., The author notes in the acknowledgments at the end of the book that he kind of just specifically changed a few words to better appeal to young readers, like using henchmen instead of co-conspirators. And a second grader counseled him to keep in all the blood and gore, but not so much that our parents flip out. I thought that was really funny. (laughs) And yes, there is a little bit of blood and gore, but not a ton. The worst of it is when Abraham Lincoln is shot and the first doctor arrives on the scene. A few kind of gruesome details are shared about his wound. So if you have a younger child reading it, beware of that. For older readers, I think it's just fine. Overall, I was amazed at how much I didn't know about the whole event, and I appreciated the author's research and expertise on the subject in such a fast-moving story. So there are two more fascinating nonfiction books for you to consider, and remember that next week is Book Club Week, where I will be discussing at length the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek with one of my favorite people. For Book Club Week, Many spoilers will be shared, so it is always a good idea to have read that book before you listen, but you don't have to if you don't want to. And until next time, very happy reading.